This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Mark Rolfing covers the game for NBC Sports and Golf Channel. And over the last couple of years, Mark has been kind enough to be the be the last guest we have each year on an original show. So it is a pleasure to welcome Mark Rolfing back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Mark? I am good. Uh, I'm kind of the last gasp of the year every year for you, but I'm hoping you won't ask me to kind of wrap a bow around this year because I'm not sure how to do it. I know, I know. Well, let me ask you this. Um, How was it being back at a U.S. Open? You know, it was it was strange. Um, I think it was compounded by the fact that the U.S. Open was in New York, where you know they have a fan base and and thirty to thirty five thousand people out there at a U.S. Open uh, that can really change the whole dynamic of the tournament. And I'm not saying Bryson DeChambeau wouldn't have won uh, the U.S. Open. I think he probably still would have won, but it would have been completely different. If he'd have had 35,000 screaming New York fans at him, um, you know, for whatever they were going to get on him about, you know, slow play or, you know, telling cameramen to move or whatever, they would, he would have had a harder time. I'll, I'll almost guarantee you that. What do you think about what Bryson is doing? You know, I got to hand it to him. People don't realize what a commitment it was uh, to go down the road that he went uh, and take the path that he did. Uh, John Patrick, there is no turning back when you do that. You can't do it halfway. It's not like you're going to tip tip your feet into the water and see how how cold it is. Um, you go, and he went, uh, was fully committed to it. Um, it takes a very special kind of person to be able to do that and pull it off, and I kind of hope nobody else tries it because I'm not sure it could be done again. Do you, Mark, do you think it's sustainable? You know, I think he's going to have issues with it uh, in certain environments. Um, Augusta National is not the kind of place where science works as well as imagination. You know that better than I do, even. Um, you know, you you create uh, artistry to win the Masters. Ola Fobble did it. Crenshaw did it, obviously. Uh, and certainly Dustin Johnson, in a way, overpowered Augusta National a little bit this year, but um, that that was some unique circumstances. I think with the November play and the soft conditions, I'm not sure he would have been able to do that uh, the way he did in April. So I just am not sure that the formula that Bryson has works as well at a place like Augusta. And, and Kapalua is another example. You know, when you've got big undulating slopey greens and Side hill lies in on every shot. Um, completely different than playing a lot of other venues. You, you mentioned you mentioned the Masters. You mentioned DJ's win, um, and a lot of talk after that victory a few weeks ago. Are you in the camp thinking that that Dustin Johnson can add? I don't know three, four, five more majors. Um, he could, but I, I think it's going to get harder and harder to win these majors. Um, you know, there are so many guys capable now. Um, not, not that there weren't before, but we're entering an era where I don't really see a dominant number one. Um, right now, DJ's got a pretty big lead. There's no question about it. But if you look at Justin Thomas, 
uh, and John Rahm uh, and, and some of these other guys, I think these majors are going to get harder to win. And if DJ, if he added three more, let's say, if he got to five, that would be an incredible career. We're talking with uh, Mark Rolfing here on the Augusta Golf Show. You told me yesterday when we spoke that, that you had not been home to Hawaii since March. So do you have any idea how much play Kapalua has gotten? You know, I'm hearing that it's picking up a little bit, but it's been a tough situation for the islands, the unemployment rate out there, because uh, the whole economy is based on tourism. Uh, the un- unemployment rate is just tremendously high, and, and even the local people are not playing as much golf. And so if you look at the National Golf Foundation numbers, there's 49 states uh, that have showed a huge increase in golf play, equipment sales, pretty much everything across the board, and one that hasn't. And the one that hasn't is Hawaii. Um, and until that economy gets diversified, it is going to go up and down like crazy with tourism. Hmm. Um, we're one year older as far as the renovations are concerned. When the when the when the viewer watches uh, the Century Tournament of Champions in January, what will the Plantation Course look like as opposed to last year? How what, what difference will there be? It's not really going to look a whole lot different. Although they, you saw a few patchy areas last year where some of the uh, sodding and, and things hadn't quite totally grown in, but you know, all in all, when I look back on it, John Patrick, it was just an unbelievable success. You're always worried when you do a renovation and when you're trying to serve a couple of masters. We were trying to make it tougher for the PGA Tour players because it had gotten too easy, but we were trying to make it easier for the resort players because it had gotten too hard. And uh, the basic uh, thing that we did more than anything was soften the greens. Um, and, and I think the greens are easier to putt now than they were, but... Uh, For the professionals, we added some ball-striking dimensions that, um, you know, are are totally different. And I think it worked. If you take a look at what happened, the results, you had three of the top 12 players in the world in a three-way playoff at the end. And I think that's great testimony to the quality of the test that was put up for them last year. And I expect the exact same thing this year. Um, Historically, new greens are really firm. So will the was that the case last year? Will the greens be a little more receptive this year? I, I think they will be a little more receptive. Um, the thing that proved to be different last year was we added some new tees on a couple of holes, the third hole and the tenth hole in particular, uh, that has really not only added length to the hole but changed the angle of the tee shot. And um, interestingly enough, Dustin Johnson last year had his best putting tournament of his career on the PGA Tour at the time. He may, he may have beaten that now. I suspect he did in Boston at uh, Northern Trust. But he had the best putting tournament that he'd ever had, and he didn't even finish in the top five at Kapalua last year. And the main reason is he lost five golf balls. He had five tee shots where he ended up with a penalty stroke uh, because he drove the ball out of play, which shows that the ball striking emphasis uh, is greater now for the best players. So I, I think it worked out really well. Mark, as you as you look back on, and, and you said this at the very beginning, as you look back on a really strange year, what's the golfing moment you're going to remember? Oh, the golfing moment I'm going to remember. 
I don't know. Um, there's there's so many of them. I guess I got to think it was probably Colin Morikawa at Harding Park. I was there uh, doing live from on Golf Channel. Um, you know, we we were a couple of months into uh, the restart, but still it was the first first major like that, and the anticipation level was just really high. And for him uh, to be staring down the players that he was and to, to hit a shot like he hit, on that 16th tee, I think that's the one I'll remember the year for. Thinking back on the last eight nine months, Mark, what do you what do you know today that that you didn't know nine months ago? I know that golf long term is a really sustainable and great activity for um, you know our entire society. Uh, I think golf came out of this pandemic in great shape. The pandemic's not over, but uh, when they were able to start playing again, you know, around the country, um, it it just showed me a lot of things. And I hope we've learned a lot, John Patrick. There were three main challenges for the game before the pandemic. Uh, The challenges were that the game generally is too difficult for beginning golfers. It typically takes too long and it costs too much. And through this pandemic, all three of those issues have been addressed. And I'm not saying we ought to start changing the rules where you can take balls out of bunkers or putt with noodles in the hole all the time or things like that. But what we proved was that we can address all those issues. We certainly picked up the pace of play, uh, which created more enjoyment and brought more new people into the game and, and I think caused you know lower scores and people to play better. So we learned a lot. I hope we don't regress when this thing is over and go back to kind of our old way. Well said. Well, it means so much to me that you say yes when I ask you to do this at the end of every year. Um, Have a wonderful holiday. I can't wait to see you. Mark, thank you for taking the time to do this. I will see you in four months, and happy holidays to you, John Patrick, and keep up the good work.